pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Good afternoon. Good evening. It's it's the the Trifles podcast. I'm joined by Mr. Pyrian Flax. Hello, hello, sir. Hello, author. Old man, mm. dad, I knew that was coming. Had to just rush hero, to the philanthropist. Um, yes, um, local pillar of local his local community snooper, in Twickenham. Watches watches people out the window and judges Peeper? them. Yeah, Pe- snooper, not people. Oh, snooper. Okay, well, that's much better. <laughs> snooper, snooper. It's like and a step course, down from sniper, but it's Sips mm. uh, is uh, garage dweller. Yeah, um, family man, yeah. turtle owner. Yeah, uh, car driver oh, and yeah. <laughs> island liver. Hey, also uh, <laughs> a garbage removal man too. I had this. Uh, it, it well, yesterday was the just just to give you an idea. I know Lewis hates when we uh, when we spill the beans on when we record, but yesterday was the 18th of November. Um, which is uh, quite a few days away from Halloween, right? Halloween is a distant memory. Mm. Well, yeah. my carved pumpkins were still sitting on my doorstep yesterday, Ooh. as you can imagine. And, they were uh, all black and horrible. Yeah, there's been like hurricanes Ooh. here since, rain, you name it. Do you think they were summoned by the evil pumpkin spirits? I don't know, but it was time to throw them out. And let me tell you... That is the true horror of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. When it's time to throw pumpkins out that have been out for like three weeks... Uh, they turn oh, they turn to spook. soup uh, immediately when you touch yeah, them. Yeah, they do. It's they gross. Do soup. Really, really gross. There was. You were just saying like, that that snooper is one level down from sniper. Yeah, I, I'd quite like to play. You know the sniper elite games. Snooper elite, mm-hmm. I think, would be interesting. Yeah, you have to sneak in there and like observe stuff. Yeah, because I watched a, a a thing about uh the police. I think I think I spoke about it where they uh, the drugs thing. We spoke about it last week. One of the guys on the show. It looks like a really boring job. All he did was observe the the main target day in day out. Followed him to the golf course. Reported what kind of golf clubs he had. What he was wearing. Who he was with. And just went to the garden center. Followed him to the garden center. I'm thinking there isn't really a game where you just watch and try and <laughs> try and divine something about people. Oh, is there? How do you? Oh, I mean, I love. I, first of all, I love the idea that you are snooping on your neighbour and like, <laughs> oh yeah, their mother-in-law came over and had, they had an argument, and you know, the kids went out on the trampoline. I love that, but I also like the idea of a spy being so bored yeah. that he like sneaks up to someone at a golf club and finds out what <laughs> golf clubs they are. Just just uh, to yes. keep his hand in. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like you're using uh, ping golf clubs. Okay, they are good clubs. <laughs> <laughs> just sneaks off again. 
yeah. Let me just make like, a little note in my book. Mark's but you got to think because... Words. What kind of ball can't... is that? A titleist. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <a> list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dra- It's like Dracula playing fucking golf. <laughs> like the clubs. <laughs> nice spot. Dracula would be a great spy. He'd be able to, like, you know, bat his way out of situations. Bat and, his way you know, out. Oh, yeah, yeah he could. sneak in, sneak in through the that's windows. Very and stuff. good. Well done. That would be. These would be useful. I'm surprised there's no Dracula detective um, TV show on TV right now. You've got to question his motives. Yeah, his motive would be: Is there blood in it? You know. Well, we need you to solve the case, Dracula. That's your job. My job is to get the blood. Here is Head looking is at you, kid. <laughs> Here is biting you. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a different show if Telly Savalas just sunk his teeth into <laughs> the victim's neck. Will you help me, Telly? Yes, one second. <laughs> Yes, delicious. <laughs> you are my thrall now. Yeah. You have no problems. Yeah, the chief is like, I will do what you say, Telly Savalas. I read I interestingly this week that uh, someone translated Dracula into Icelandic in 1901. Right. Um, and they used Bram Stoker's original manuscript, apparently. Um, and so as a result, no one even noticed this for a hundred years, but there was a lot more sex in it um, and it was a lot shorter. <laughs> and I think what had happened was Bram Stoker, I think, had, had, or at least his editors or someone had edited it down for popular English sort of consumers. And they'd taken out a lot of the sexy bits because they were worried that it would be, there would be an uproar, hmm. you know, and the people wouldn't focus on the the Dracula bit, they'd focus on all the sex and it would be some sort of sex book, you know? Which is ironic because that's all that the vampire fiction now is just... Yeah, it's fucking. come full circle, I yeah. guess, hasn't it? People's, yeah, people's uh, you know, reluctance to to, uh, to read about sex and to write it, I guess. And, uh, you know, gender norms and everything else has changed. So I think people are just kind of like, they're cool with it now. You know, people aren't as Well, fussed. the good thing about reading about sex in a book is that you can do it on the sofa with your parents and not feel like totally awkward. Well, you can. You can like just look around and see like, do they realise I'm reading a sexy bit? And then you're like, oh, no, they can't. They're not in my head. It's okay. You know, right? Do you ever get that? You know, whereas if you're watching like a movie with sex in it, it's always like, oh shit. Even though I'm 37 and my parents are like in their 70s, you know, well, I'll still watch a movie at Christmas with them, and there'll be some sort of sex scene Indeed. going on. Yeah, and I'll like, I'll, I'll look at my, I'll awkwardly side eye over to my parents or whatever, and they'll just like roll their eyes at me. As if, like, I've been rewatching <laughs> The Sopranos recently. Yeah, I'm on it. the oh. last episode. Well, I I need to watch the last episode tonight. But there is a lot of awkward, rough humping in that series as well, where like you're just watching and all of a sudden like the the scene will change to just some humping. And you sort of look over at like your wife or whoever you're watching it with and you're just like, oh, geez, really again? Like there's there's just so much. It is a little uncomfortable. So much uncomfortable humping in that series. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Game of Thrones is a little bit like that at times as well, especially early on. Like the first like season or two, there was lots of like... Lots of lots of rough humping, you know. I, d- I think like, what, what yeah. me and Mrs. F too, if we're watching the show and there's that in it, we just sort of look at each other and go, "My goodness, like that's yeah, a, yeah, that's about it." Because it's just what else did you do? It's just kind of funny, really. It is. I, it almost feels planned as well. Like it feels like we need one set of tits per episode, and um, someone getting their head chopped off well, per episode. I, you know, I'm and pretty that was sure. Like their... I'm pretty sure early Game of Thrones was just that. That it was yeah, like I think it was. It, they they actually stipulated that they had to have these sort of raunchy sex scenes because it'll 
it'll gain more interest in the show. Sort of. I, I, you know what? I definitely think The Sopranos had random sex stuff thrown in. Like it, I, like I said when we were talking about it the other the other month, I felt that a lot of the time they were like, right, someone's going to die this episode, and it's got to be some sex this episode, and Tony's got to see his therapist. Work those three things in. Yeah. Because there were times when Tony was fucking someone, he thought. What's this for? Like, what? What is this for? Like, there's one where he goes to an office and the receptionist is there, and he just bangs her over the desk. And I'm like, I, I get it. it. It's in the character of Tony's meant to be that, but he's not exactly irresistible. You know no, what I but mean? I, it's meant to show that he's he's beyond yeah. help, right? Like, the entire series is meant to show that he he's it's impossible for him to change. Everything right. everything is stacked against him to ever become a better person, right? But I guess you could say the same thing about Game of Thrones is that you know it all had a purpose. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it, 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 just. Like, it still manages to feel gratuitous, even if it has. So, a yeah, sometimes it does. Yeah, it's sometimes weird. definitely you're right. I'm watching a TV show and I'm at odds with the slightly older, uglier guy getting a hot woman, and I'm like, oh, but this. I realise that they they're in a position of power, so maybe it's okay. Well, it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> but generally, like, it's, it's, all but right, it's, on, it's, it's understandable it's, within the. It's uh, believable the show, that right. someone who's the president might have a hot model wife i don't know maybe that's believable well, it is now. Right? whereas I don't like, think it ever used i feel to like just like george costanza in steinfeld so i felt getting like hot <laughs> hot women every episode felt ludicrous it's a you know? it's a weird thing um, though it's a weird standard isn't it because you do you do occasionally see or maybe more than occasionally i don't know but it 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 is a thing for older men to get younger women um I believe like you you do see it from time to time whereas it's very rare that you would see a really young man with an older woman right it's like true yeah. a far it's older true. woman it's it's a stigma though it's a, isn't such it, a weird though. such a it weird it feels standard. like the power dynamic is in the hands of the older person yeah. so when you have that you tend to think that it's a hungry cougar yeah. you know after a, a, a supple young man but it's the other way around <laughs> if it's like a young man taking advantage of an older lady that feels like also kind of seedy doesn't yeah, it yeah. i don't think it Do i don't mean? think it's ever felt that the young man is taking advantage of the older woman i think i think the assumption is that older people have more experience and make these decisions and they're inevitably taking advantage of the younger person even if that's not the case because mm. i i have known a few couples where the man is substantially older than the woman. I, I have known of very few couples where the woman is older than the man, but not by much, not yeah. by as much. But in Hollywood, I was watching Outbreak. The movie Outbreak was on TV the other week. Uh, we Again, we spoke about this recently because of COVID. And we noticed it again. Uh, Rene Russo is in that movie. Rene Russo was the go-to woman who looks old enough to be with a slightly older guy, and she doesn't look like ultra young. She never really looked like youthful. No, but she, yeah. she you right. always got the impression she was middle aged. Dustin Hoffman was old as fuck when that movie was made. The age difference between this couple is nearly twenty years. If, if, every time you, as, you watch a Hollywood movie, fuck. go and look at the age of the woman who's meant to be the main love interest of the fella, and it's he it's was diabolical. sixty-one, I think, or something like that. It's crazy. Was, it's like every yeah. every time Hollywood's like, well, she our leading like man 25. is in his seventies, yeah, so let's get a hot forty-year-old <laughs> to be his wife. It's like, come on. <laughs> if you see, if you see like a young young woman okay so you see see like a like a i don't know a 25 year old woman very like so basically or an average hollywood woman so she would pass as being a, a high school student but she would also pass <laughs> no, no, as being in, in this 60 case, year old's wife remember yeah. remember um back in like the 90s and well, i mean it still happens now but i remember there was a couple of like really high profile younger women getting with like these crusty old 90 year old 
oil billionaires. Oh, and what stuff, was her name? Right? Anna Nicole Smith. Right? Yeah, she she died like a, yeah, she a while back, didn't she? Yeah, I, I, really it was sad. like the whole thing was really weird. But when you when when you see that, you just think, oh, she whatever. She's just after his money, right? Like that's your your first thought. Right. Your your immediate thought was like, oh, she's just after his money. Um, but your first thought, if it's like a, a 25 year old guy dating a 90 year old woman is, oh, he's mentally ill. Like there's, there's no, <laughs> but like I think mentally ill. I do. But I think- <laughs> I'd be like, oh, he's got some issues or something like he's after her money. Come on. No, I wouldn't even though. That's the thing. I feel like I'm like conditioned, like in certain ways somehow where I wouldn't, my immediate thought about that situation with the guy and the older woman wouldn't be. Oh, you think oh, it must be like a sex thing? Like he's one of those granny chasers or whatever. Yeah, he's into. yeah, yeah. Like it's just I don't know. Like it, it, I don't know if that's just me being like, like some having some weird bias. It's not something I think about ever. I, I to think be honest, I think it but, probably is a bias, and I think the bias is probably that we assume that women aren't into anything for the sex. They've, they must have some ulterior motive, like some I kind of sinister so, yeah. force. But, but Whereas men, yeah, men, of course, we're far too men. I will, I will immediately like seek out the deviancy because right, maybe because we don't because trust I, men. I think yeah, that's I guess it. so. I don't know. It's really fucking weird, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, it's I, th- just yeah one I think there things. is some weird, uh, some weird norm there that where we we automatically assume. If a guy's fucking a granny, you know, that dude would probably fuck a pavement as well, you know, or a bicycle. Yeah, or a bike. Yeah. yeah exactly. Or some some weird shit. Yeah. But Sack like but flower. if it's if it's a woman doing it to a guy, it's like there's probably somewhere down the line some fucking involved, but the goal isn't any of that, right? Whereas with the guy, I would say the goal is to like be some deviant weird sex ape or something. Sex you know, like <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I don't know. It's it's just such a weird standard. I, maybe well, maybe I'm alone I, in thinking that. No, I don't know what that says about me. But bizarrely <laughs> infatuated with this like idea. I think that you, you can't. I, I don't think that you know. I Trump and old oh, what's his what's the name to have a good relationship. You know. I think the when you when you end up with these very one sided systems, they they don't. I don't think they're sustainable. I want to give people like, the benefit of the doubt, good. but I would be really surprised if they had a healthy relationship. I mean, there's all those there's the, those video compilations of her refusing to hold his hand or like smiling, and then as soon as he turns his back, frowning. You know, I, I don't think they have a particularly good relationship. Well, there's a vast age difference, but not only that, really big cultural differences as well, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's. I think. I, I think even without age being a factor or anything, I think sometimes cultural differences are enough to to cause huge problems in relationships, right? Like the, your expectations of like uh, so, sociability and like a whole bunch of other stuff can can definitely seep in, into things, right? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, oh, you know. I I, uh, I have a a, a P Flax's ticker update. Oh, I, oh, a heart, a heart update. A heart, I, I went to see uh, oh a cardiologist. God. Um, okay, and he was a, he was a top lad. He really was a top lad. Big fan. Uh, we got chatted. <laughs> Big fan. We, we got chatted. Tiny tiny penis. No 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 no. But oh, okay. he he did. We did talk about video games because you know. Oh, it, you were a big fan of him. Yeah, I oh, was right. a big fan. Rather than the other way around. No, Sorry, no, I, I would never say something like that. Would be incredibly egotistical. No, I, I'm a big fan of him. He's also, what's his podcast? He doesn't Maybe. have one, sadly. But I would listen to it. He's a, he was, well, just, he was just a just really get two of his friends together. Job done, right? <laughs> It's just one of those guys, you know, you meet a doctor sometimes, they're just like, they're just chill. You know, you just think, wow, this guy's really a really cool dude and has interesting stories and talks to you in a nice way. Because some doctors have kind of a shitty bedside manner because they're just doctors, you know, they're just, they're good at fixing people up, but they'd have no social skills. How but what really tipped old it, was he? First, he was about. Right? He was almost exactly my age. I would see, say. See, that's what you want, okay? Right. Because I've been last time at the dentist and the doctor, 
they they looked like they were fresh out of university <laughs> and i was like i could smell the malibu and show you know I me mean? like i was i felt like i was like i was like being looked after by a child who uh, uh, but they did a great job right, and in right. fact and if anything i was very pleased I, in fact i was like damn this guy's clearly knows his ship because he's fresh out of like training kind of thing right um so i was actually cool with it but i there was this like little bias in my head now that i am older than you're like starting you to get older young than, whippersnappers what do you know but yeah but i yeah. want someone i want someone my exactly my age well this guy right, was so, almost yeah. exactly my age because we were both he we, we they, they inevitably ask what do you do and i have to say well i play video games and they're like oh you test video games i was like no i just sort of play them and then stream it and and then you have to explain that because pe- people haven't really a lot of people of our age haven't really heard of this as a job or well, it's all kind yeah. of new and interesting. So he wanted to know more. And then he said, oh, I used to play a lot of video games. I was like, oh, really? He goes, yeah. Have you ever heard of Football Manager? I was like, oh, yeah. And then <laughs> oh, my we God. Started, we started talking about Football Manager. And he was. we were talking about tactics, formations. We were talking about players. And he used to play it the, the late 90s and the very early 2000s, which is when I used to play a load of Football Manager and Championship Manager, as it was back then. And we were talking, he was saying, you know, there was a broken formation in the early ones where you could play five attackers and you'd always win. I was like, I know. And my friend even figured out that you could not play a goalie and the left back would just fill in in the goalie slot if you needed. So he'd always play with 11 outfield players. We were laughing about that for like five minutes. And he was like, oh yeah, anyway, let's get on with, back back to your heart. But I was just like, this guy's <laughs> awesome. Because he's going to oh. do this operation. We could talk about video games the whole time. Perfect. Oh my gosh, he's got to do an operation. Man, well, sorry, true? a procedure. Procedure. Oh, is that what they call yeah. it now? Yeah, so it's it's called an ablation. Um, I spoke to him about SVT. Oh, sounds horrible. No, no, no. I spoke to him about SVT, and he was like, I do this all the time. It's way more common than you think. I was like, great. And he said, and whilst, you know, the, the nurse, when I went in last time, said, oh, it's really dangerous. He was like, it's really not that dangerous. You're, you'll be okay. And oh, I was like, man. great. So... What they do is they make an incision, uh, two incisions, at the very top of your thigh where there's that big vein. As your, I think it's your femoral artery coming up from, from your leg or something. And they put these lines up there, these very thin cords, a bunch of them, that have a load of electrodes in. And they go all the way up the veins to your heart. And then they sort of surround your heart with these electrodes. And then they look at this monitor. And it's got all these wiggly lines on that show the electrical signals going across your heart. And then they induce an attack of SVT. And then they look and they say, oh, that's the problem bit there. And then they burn a tiny bit of the nerve there on your heart with this little heater. And they shut it off as soon as it's done. And that's you cured. And like 99% of the time, you're good. You won't have an attack again. Wow. You should have asked him about PAB while you were there too. Or did you get a chance to ask him about it? What's PAB? I forgot. Pussy ass bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Got him. (laughs) I didn't. Got him again. (laughs) I I didn't. I should have. (laughs) Oh my God, did he ask you for a quick uh, nine holes around the golf course afterwards? No, well, we, we you... didn't get to golf. Um, oh, that's but, uh, yeah, he, he I think you could have a... made a new chum It's there. weird when you, when you have to describe what you do to people, right? Because it, it, I find it goes one of two ways. Uh, one of the ways is the way that Flax, you just described. You you find, you you explain to them and then they, they don't really know much about it, but they start talking about video games and then you find that, you know, they've played a game that you've played and you can talk to them about that or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know that bit in Surgeon Simulator where you get the hammer and you <laughs> smash the skull open? Yeah. We'll be doing that. And hopefully I'll be able to find all the bits and put them back together. Uh, but the other way it goes is uh, when you say, oh yeah, you know, like I, just, I stream or like I make, uh, you know, I make videos on YouTube. They're like, oh yeah, my son. 
son, um, my son is like mad into that. He watches this guy called uh, XXX69 Sephiroth XXX69. <laughs> you ever heard of him? Uh, do you know him or, or whatever? And you're like, uh, no, I, I don't know. Because it's always some like, it's it's never like a really big name. It's always right, just right. like some obscure ass like. That they're obsessed with, right? Yeah, that they're like totally obsessed with that you're expected to know somehow, uh, like out of the millions of other people that do this stuff on a daily basis. I know my my youngest was really disappointed that I didn't know Azzyland, the YouTuber Azzyland. I remember this. Yeah, she does like React videos, I think, and she does some other things. And it's all very high tempo for young people vids and she used to love she has massive tits no she doesn't no she doesn't she's 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 very like i watched these to make sure it wasn't like you know that it wasn't like my daughter and a bunch of simps watching this this youtube channel it's it's literally just stuff for kids like oh my god we're gonna open loads of chocolate today yeah you know that kind of shit i'm pretty lucky my son's only ever really watched um stampy and and squid and right. I, I know them both. So it's Dan like, TDM as well. Yeah, that, like, those those are the ones that, yeah, they, yeah, they, they watch just, those as well. And, yeah. uh, and honestly, he doesn't watch it like any of it at all anymore. He's just yeah, same. gravitated away from it now. He just like, he, he plays games like when he can sort of thing, but we're, we're super sort of like, we limit him on how much sort of time he gets to play games. And then otherwise, he's just like doing other stuff. But he went through a phase where he really liked watching YouTube videos, and now he yeah. never watches them at all anymore. Same, really weird. They yeah. both used to watch loads, and now they just they just don't. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, it's really really odd, isn't Which it? Which makes me think that most of these YouTubers, like ninety eight percent of their audience, must be six and seven year old kids who like then, like refreshed as well right constantly and then they it's then like they grow a, it's like it. a uh, revolving door right oh it's crazy the minute, watch all the minute your fan base gets to a certain age you just get this influx of new yeah. fresh meat <laughs> in to replace them sort <laughs> it's of thing weird but they they it will go weird. through your entire back catalog because they'll, they'll just go next 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 and they'll watch them all like they never seem to get bored. I don't, I don't want to think about this, God. Lou's <laughs> been racking his brains on this one for like 10 years. He's, he's How do we get stunned. to the six-year-old demographic, folks? I want ideas, goddammit. <laughs> and it's like, maybe we could have a miniatures painting. So miniatures are out! Six-year-olds aren't into miniatures. Kinder eggs. I want you all to open kinder eggs on stream endlessly. Yes, it's, a, it's interesting hearing what's trending because Fortnite, you hear less about it now because I, yeah. I feel like Fortnite's kind of had its time and maybe is on its way out a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say too soon because I don't know. I'm basing this off of information that my son brings back from uh, year it's four school. It's all among school. us now, dude. Yeah, it's no, all among uh, us. He, he knows about it. He, he comes back and he's like, have you ever played Among Us? I was like, yeah, I've played it. And he's like, could I play that? It's like, well, you know, it's you need like a big group of people and you need to be able to like give each other information and stuff. It's not It's not that straightforward and stuff. He's like... Oh yeah, but you can kill people in a spaceship, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> like it's weird, it's weird the things that appeal to them <laughs> yeah. about these games. Like I got I got yeah. it for my uh for my eldest actually. I I got it on her Steam account um that I have like total control over. Yeah. Um and it's got this thing, this parental lock where you can allow certain games through, you can block certain games, she can't go to the store at all, all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, that's good that you can lock it down like it's that. It's good, yeah. So I got Among Us for her because a friend of hers was having a birthday party and it was an Among Us party. Right. So all the kids just played Among Us for like four hours or whatever. Um, watching their meta is fascinating. I'm no Among Us expert, but they really are very poor at 
figuring out who the imposter is, uh, which is odd because they're also terrible at being the the imposter because they're complete noobs, you know, and they're just like well, having very said that though, Flax, kids. I've played with people who are um, <laughs> meant to be really good at the game, and they can't figure out who the imposter is half the time either. Yeah, so. it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Terrible. I like the idea that they. I like the idea that there's ten of them just doing the tasks and there's no imposters. <laughs> they, I like the idea that that's the game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. that sounds like enough of a game for like kids to be. play, right? But they only use the chat. They don't use voice. So they just say orange is sus. Yeah, I so think and we so talked about like this that. last yeah, week. Yeah. But it's yeah, funny because like, now that she's actually playing it, we're having discussions about strategies and stuff like that. And she's, oh, she's, yeah, she's, well, she's like a, a prolific liar, right? Like a very good. No, that's experience. my youngest. That's my youngest. Oh, my right. oldest is a terrible oh, liar. Yeah, my, my okay. youngest is the liar. <laughs> oh, that's right. Your your youngest is the master criminal. She is in uh, evil mastermind yes. in waiting. My eldest is just evil, but she's she's you know she's to your face evil. She's just she's just horribly mean to her younger sister. And if you tell her. Did you tell, like, <laughs> my youngest is doing some Lego last night and she was making a hospital and my eldest, and she made a chair. And my eldest said, that chair looks like a toilet. And my youngest was like, no, it's a chair. She's like, yeah, that's a toilet. And that was enough for my youngest to be in floods of tears, stomp downstairs, oh. like crying. Oh, she says my chair looks like a toilet, it's not a toilet, it's a chair. And I went up there and my eldest was just laughing her head off. Mission accomplished. You know, she like, that's it. I made my sister cry just by telling her her Lego chair looked like a toilet. And I was like, why are you letting this shit get to you? Just ignore her. But she can't. They want their their, their older siblings' validation so much that, that they can't even vocalize it. Yeah. It was funny. It's interesting. Like, I think if you go in looking for like like Twitter, there's so sometimes you read comments or things on Twitter and if you're looking at them with the perspective that someone's going to criticize you or accuse you or something or be nasty to you, then that's what you'll see. Whereas if you don't think that, sometimes you'll read things very differently in a very different tone, like, oh, that's that's not a very good joke or whatever. Do, do you know what I mean by that? Like so often, like obviously YouTube comments and Twitter comments, I never recommend anyone read any of them. No, Agreed. I'm quite honest. Because 99, the 99 good ones won't outweigh the 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 horror horror of the one yeah bad you remember one the, the you know bad I mean? one yeah yeah for there's sure. 99 good things doesn't uh, for some reason in your head doesn't help you know it, it, they all just wash over you um but the 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 one bad one sticks and it's my, it's, it's thorn my experience in your with, side uh, sometimes. with comments and and stuff in general isn't like isn't too bad i don't think i've ever had a comment where it's been like I felt really personally offended by like what somebody said. You know what I mean? Like there'll be a lot of like, oh, he sucks at this game or whatever. But some of that you can almost say like it's a it's like banter or it's like, you know, part of like a you know, like a like a like a group sort of like thought or whatever. And I, I wouldn't actually find that offensive. But I've never I've never come across a, a, a like a, a comment where it's been like like anything like really specific like fuck he's so ugly and stupid you know what i mean like really like personal <laughs> stuff but i've seen yeah, other I people I have all those after really Sorry, really dude. mean personal stuff said about them and uh like if that was me reading that i would feel like oh shit you know like that i, I get a lot of that I, I always have and and after a while you you just sort of I, I think Sir Action Slacks uh, is is my uh, my role model when it comes to to internet comments because he uses it like he loves that. That's what he wants is the salt, and he wants yeah. to make people react like that, and he relishes it, and he 
makes memes and videos out of it, and their their comments fuel him. Yeah, uh, which is amazing to me. Um, me. Me too. For a long time, like I I I don't I don't really let the bad comments get to me because I don't necessarily believe that either they're really meant that way. But also, we joke with ourselves in the same manner. You yeah. know, we we tease ourselves a lot. Like for example, like with your with your kids, like. I think that if someone told me that my chair looked like a toilet, you know, if I, I would be like, that's great. I, well, I'll, I'll turn this whole thing into a bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's kind right. of the attitude is very much like on board, right? Whereas I think that if you're looking for an insult, you're going to see one. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I think it's the outlook. Yeah, you can, like you can, you can, it, there's, there's very, there's, there's not like a lot of context sometimes on the internet for comments and stuff either, you know, like, uh, like of course they're related to like what you're watching or whatever but like there's no there's no facial expressions you can't really detect sarcasm you can't really detect these sort of subtle social things right so it's very easy for people to take them personally or completely out of context you know and get upset yeah. about it i also think some people lack the ability to actually put their thoughts into a sentence that is in any way are you saying that based on what i just said no, <laughs> stumbling no, through. absolutely not. <laughs> stumbling through some thought. That sounded oh, like no, it was, but I wasn't. Well, uh, I you just defied the trifles podcast. <laughs> no, it's more like um, I think some people are trying to make a joke, and it's just fucking horrible, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, 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 I think as well, there is. Um, I just think so, a, a lot of people really lack the ability to to make a joke and have it seem like they're like, "Well, oh, is only kidding." It's like, well, that doesn't look like a joke. Like no. a guy turned up in my chat the other day and just said, hey, Perry, you bold cunt. And I just banned him because I'm like, I don't know yeah. you, dude. That was me. If, if, if it was you, I would have banned you as well. It's like, I know. if you meant that as a jovial, hey, I don't know you. If you said that to me I in mean, real life, certain things hey, you're, you bold You're cunt. willing to take certain things from certain people, right? Of course. Because there's context but, but to it. it. As lo- but then I know that it's as part of a joke. But if you just turn up in someone's channel, never seen you before, not a sub, don't recognize the username, and that's your hello, work on your social skills a little bit. Because I have no fucking <laughs> well, idea if you're just abusing me or not. This is a symptom of all, all, all of this stuff, though. They're living vicariously through somebody, watching them play games, feeling like you're hanging out with them, you know, like... Like that, it's like there's been a lot of pe- like people talking about this stuff, well, forever. But even more recently, with um, like these the parasocial um, relationships with you know, back in the day, it would have been with like big Hollywood actors and stuff. But now, more 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 modernly or recently, with you know big streamers or YouTubers or whatever, these are people that you have more access to, right? You can you can say something to them and you can see them react to what you're saying sometimes right. in real time, which is not something people have ever been able to do before, sort of thing. So, like in the case where that guy came in, you know, being overly familiar with you, for him, somebody who watches you every day and no, he doesn't. Is, That's what I'm saying. Or, I don't think he'd ever watch me. Okay, before. but let's just say he did. You can right. see you can see from his point of view how that would come to be a thing, right? He feels like he's got some connection with you or some rapport with you that you're unaware of because you're just streaming into the void, right? Yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. of these people you'll never interact with. But for him, he feels like every day he interacts with you. So like it's kind of like at work, you know, you walk into the lunchroom and you see a guy that you worked with forever and you're like, what's up, bitch, or whatever. And and that's right. uh, that's fine because both of you like know each other. But right. in this in, in this case, both of you don't know each other 
at all. <laughs> so I there's agree. no yeah, report. No, it's, 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 it's just, there is no report. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, I think it's about drawing a line, though, right? Like, obviously, that you don't want to establish a precedent that anyone can kind of come into your chat and casually just, you know, throw around stuff like that. You know, I, I think that there is a a line that has to be drawn somewhere. You know, um, I was talking to a, a female streamer the other day. Um, female. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily name who it was, but she said to me, you know, someone said um, in my chat, like, um, you know, a really polite question. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to ask you about this, but I think it's, I think it would be interesting to know, you know, what is your sexuality, right? And it was like, it was like one of these kind of borderline questions, and obviously he got banned immediately, but <laughs> like. Um, it's one of those board-like questions where you could see it being asked as innocent and you could see it being like almost one of these odd pickup liney type things that's used to like get people to start talking and down a conversation about that kind of thing. Right. The journey of a female, um, female. I guess, co- content creator, if you like, versus a, a male's is like so vastly different. It's unbelievable. Like the, it's the so shit different. That, that, that women have to deal with compared to what men have to deal with, like on these platforms is like night and day. Like it's, it's insane. I've never, I've never felt like people have asked me inappropriate questions about anything. Like I've never felt, I've never felt, uh, scared that like I'm being stalked somehow or that people are being creepy with me or anything like that. I've never felt any of those things. And also we well, like and we've never females felt at an have event. Felt that, yeah, like, and at an every event day. having having dudes follow you around. Yeah. I, I know lots of women that work in, in esports or in gaming in general. And there will be dudes at an event say who just follow them yeah. around. Yeah. Just watching them Giving them the old snooper elite, and it's fucking creepy. And the I, honestly, the, it, it is. It's such astonishing a, that that shit happens. Like I've seen that it, happen as well. Is it? Uh, well, it's astonishing that people are so unaware. Like that, of that's their what own that behavior. was. My next point is, I think a lot of the time we have this crossover where you have gaming now being accepted and embraced by people who wouldn't have done it when I was a kid. When I was a kid, games were for little children or weirdo adults, right? That's it. Yeah. Like, you didn't play games. If you'd said, what do you do all day? I play video games. It wasn't a thing. They weren't vast social experiences either back exactly. then. Exactly. They, they were very they were solitary to, things. Uh, yeah, for two, three people in a living room or whatever, you know? Like, so it was something you did when you had your mates around when you were a kid, or you'd go to the arcade and hang out with all the creepy adults there and all the kids. That was it. And there were very few women involved in gaming in any way. And now that there are, these are women who don't look like the archetypal video game nerd. And there are lots of blokes who don't look like the archetypal video game nerd because that's not what it is anymore. It's much more accessible. Anybody can fucking play it, which is great because games should not be something just for a tiny group of people. It should be for as yeah. many people as possible because that's they're fantastic. We, we all love games. So I think the thing is you've got people coming into that space or people who are now part of it who are also bumping into the people who are exact throwbacks to that basement dwelling nerd, like I am, who lives in his loft and plays eh, plays Dota all day. <laughs> and suddenly they're out there in the world having to socialize with people, not online, but offline, in real life, in 3D. And they have no skills to do that. And it's, it's impossible. I, I think that there's, there's a couple of things here, though. One is that, obviously, um, there's, we, we get so few problematic messages that we don't really even recognize them. Whereas girls get problematic messages all, all the time. All the time. Yeah. And so, as a result, things that we wouldn't find problematic, they do. Okay. So, for example, I don't know, someone, someone might say, 
you know, oh, you know, you're looking good today, PFLAX, or something like that in your chat. And you'd be like, thanks. You know, whereas that is like almost borderline creepy to a female yeah, streamer, yeah, almost, right. right? Unless yeah. they know who that is, right? right Unless they right. know them in chat already. And so that's like, so that there's this whole gamut of comments and uh, tweets and messages that are suddenly yeah. inappropriate <laughs> yeah, just yeah. because of that dynamic, yeah. right? And then also like in real life, um, when you see someone like at TwitchCon or at an event, you know, you know that streamer and you're almost, you almost feel like that the stream, these events almost advertise, you come to these events, you'll get to meet these people, right? And so you go to an event and you might see someone that you recognize and they might be in a conversation. You might think, oh, I don't, do I want to just go up to them straight away and say, oh, hi, big fan, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's my attitude. My attitude is, you know, I'll, I'll see, I don't know, like when I saw Kibler at um, a Twitch event, I went up and I was just like, oh, Kibler. I went up, I said, hello, big fan, shook his hand, whatever. And he, you know, um, whatever. It was fine. It was like, I was a little bit of a fanboy, yeah. okay? Because I'm, I like, I like the guy, but I, I was like, I almost wanted to emulate the people that I had met, the fans that I had met, where they saw me, they introduced themselves straight away, and then they left me alone. They didn't sort of hang around at the periphery of my vision, waiting for a moment. And they, that, some of it is excess politeness, and they're shy, obviously, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want." He's obviously in a conversation right now. I don't want to interrupt him. I don't want to. You know what I mean? And then they end up just hovering and lurking around like snoo snoopers. <laughs> snoopers. Or after you've met them, Snoopery. after you've met them. They they then like just stay on the fringe of your conversation, almost like they've. They're, they're, I, I understand how it can happen though. You want to still hang around with these people. It's like, like what, like, it's, what happened like last what year at the Christmas saying. market it's, stream. Yeah, that was, but that was when, that was bad planning well, as well. When people part. wanted to, but, but thing is, we we stream and we we. It's almost like watching a live YouTube video or a Twitch video. People are automatically almost conditioned. I feel sometimes that it's almost in your head. It's very easy to think, oh well. I'm just watching the video here, right? And everyone else is. So why can't I stick? Why can I not stick around as well? And so it kind of is this innocent thing, right? That actually, when you step back and you're like, oh, what am I doing? Um, I should, probably shouldn't be doing this. Like, it's it's weird, but I don't feel like the people are to blame. I don't feel like they're they're, they're deliberately creepy. I think the way it's been created is is kind well, it's, of creepy. it's exactly like what a, Sips a was these... saying is that if you watch something all the time someone every day just like Sips said people feel like they have a connection yeah you're familiar to them but it, it's almost like it's, it's it's like watching a tv show and people going up and thinking you're like the character on the tv show yes you know what i mean it, it's exactly like that but obviously not for the same scale no. of audience or anything like that. But it's the I, same I, yeah. feeling of familiarity that I you think have. Some, I think some of it is obviously the very people who are just deluded. But but I think 99% of it is just shy people, awkward people, and people who haven't even really even like figured out, like they'll, they'll make a comment and then they'll realise, oh shit, actually, that that does sound creepy now I've looked at it. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and a lot of people will say to you, you know, if you ever call them on it, like a lot of the nasty comments that I've got, you know, throughout and every time I've actually ever spoken to someone and said, dude, that wasn't a very nice thing to say. I was they were like, oh I didn't mean it like that. And you were like, oh right, oh okay, because we're 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 using, you know, yeah, fucking yeah. ten the, words here the, to describe the something. sort of like the this the the again though, like the standards and like my like my sort of how I would react to to things like, okay, for example, I know plenty of women who have gotten really, really awful messages from guys who are like, oh, I'm going to fucking put my cock in your throat and all this like really gross shit, right? Like this happens 
again daily. Oh yeah. Uh, I've been doing this for ten years, and I have not once received a message from a female saying like, "I'm going to suffocate you in my tits," or <laughs> I'm, you know, "I'm going to fucking oh. whatever squirt, squirt all over your face" or anything. Like I've ne- never, like I've never, <laughs> like, I, and and I'm pretty sure I can I can safely say that uh, most people have never received that from. I wonder from a female, if like right? uh, like this this super hot dude streamers uh get, get any that. of that i wonder if they do i uh, i'd be surprised if they did because i just feel well, some like some of them are almost like boy band again it's members. just such a male thing to do right like like to be sexually aggressive like to that. be yeah. really overly sexually inappropriate i don't and know aggressive. I, I know yeah. that a lot of like if you've ever been to um uh a twitch event like we have you definitely don't see as many women there as as, as you do men but when it comes to, I remember my sister was into a boy band back in the day. This is in the 90s. She went to see them and she was on the front page of the Bournemouth Echo. And all these teenage girls were like, had these, <laughs> okay. these animal expressions, like, ah, they're all reaching to try to get Oh, yeah, them. I think I think, I think think that's a little bit different. Like, you see the, the ones if that- If you get them in a group, Sips, that's all I'm saying. No, like, I think, I think if, you're, if, if you're sort of like at an event and if you're like a boy band streamer, like, you know, like that, that type, you know, so like young, attractive, whatever, um, and, and there's like a bunch of screaming girls around you, maybe they would get like a bit grabby or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think they would. Yeah. But that's got to be terrifying. But I don't think that they would, uh, <laughs> spend time in their spare time writing really lewd emails and like I think they would. tweets to people. I think they would. I feel I like really they do. would, but may- maybe that's just me being like not, not understanding or something. I just feel well, like any women listening to this, I would let us not know. be surprised by a man doing that because I've seen yeah. uh, examples of I, men doing I, this no, you're right. so many times. There's a lot of, there's a lot of women hating men out yeah. there, you know, and there's not so many, uh, w- you know, men hating really? women as, m- as much. I think women as just well, women kind as much, of really right. hate Man men hate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by default. But they, I feel like, yeah. But well, but but not on Twitch for sure. Uh, I don't it know. Feel it's, like it's weird. Well, maybe there is some. I don't know. I don't but think I've ever had a woman more... come in my chat and be horrible. No, I, I don't think so. Not that there I've noticed anyway. Like, but I mean, unless that was a woman that said, "Hey, Perry, you bold cunt." I mean, well, out of character, I'd say. But you wouldn't know, maybe. I think the other thing is like that's that 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 person who came in the chat and said you look nice today if that was a you wouldn't know if like female streamers might i think female streamers think that a lot of their audience and i hope that their audience is female but know that a lot of their audience is <laughs> again female. weird standards and so the, but... it's like the default comment like we see i see a reddit post the default thing in my mind is it's read in a male voice right, i just right, don't right, know yeah. i just and it's almost like sometimes even until the end of the story yeah. i'm like why is why is a man talking about his his pregnancy? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, again, a weird standards, and I don't know if this says more about me than the situation or whatever. But like, I, I feel like if a woman or like a woman came into my chat and called me a bald cunt, I would be more forgiving of that than a, a guy doing yeah, it to me. I think me. I might be. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know why, but <laughs> I just feel like oh, okay, sure. But like, if it's a guy, I'm like, oh fuck you, <laughs> the, yeah. the fuck are you, bitch? <laughs> like, you know, exactly. Like, it's just such a weird. I, I, I also see comments like that as a precursor that this person is not going to then say something cool and funny. Oh, I guess this yeah, is that's their a... position from the outset. Yeah. 
We, right. we, I'd say most evenings we get someone in the chat who's wandered in off the street and he's very it's not exactly the pinnacle of wit is it I no suppose. but it's also no. I, I feel like the the viewers are like ants you know what i mean and they they smell the pheromones of a, of a stranger ant who is a, an aggressive and unwanted intruder very quickly and right. I'll, I'll, i don't look at chat very often but people always notice that i do tend to look at chat somehow when there's been a negative comment yeah i spot it straight away and i like it's I like just, a magnet yeah literally it is I think my I, chat... but i often take them out of context so someone will have said something in response to something else like god yeah. you're such an idiot and i'll be like fuck you i'm not an idiot they're like no no scroll up period scroll up it's like oh he's responding to someone else that's why i'm yeah, so yeah, glad yeah. twitch put in the reply feature yeah so i can look and say who it was replied to i was like oh okay. i think i'm guilty of doing <laughs> similar as well but not so much i, I always tend to read like the dumbest comments for some reason yeah. <laughs> i'll glance over and i'll just read what i see but it's never anything useful you know it's somebody trolling or it's somebody like if i've right. asked for like information on something it's you know i'll read the dumbest reply like some a lot of the time yeah i will have said something like you fucking asshole and then someone will post do you fucking asshole in chat and i'll be like well you called it be an asshole and they'll be like no you, you just said it and I'll say, oh, oh, yeah, yeah 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 it's tricky <laughs> stuff like that like i don't know how these people do it when they read chat while they're playing are you saying that someone's first comment in chat is like their audition for, for whether like, whether they're going to be a good it, member it of the community like a, or not <laughs> yeah. yeah if there was a conversation going on which essentially twitch chat is like they're all chatting away while i'm playing and occasionally i'll come in and, and say something or respond to it but i mean you can't I, I can't play dota and read chat i do see some people doing it they're streaming and whilst they're like fucking in the middle of a team fight with d warding they're like looking at chat i'm like how the fuck can you do that but for me, if you arrive in a conversation or a group of people and that's your opening gambit, that's a pretty shitty gambit. Like, I, I, I really don't appreciate it. And I, I, I don't think it's clever. I don't think it's me misreading it. That's just very, very poor social skills, I think. And I see that kind of thing all the time. The first time I've noticed someone's name and them say something, it's something like that. And you think, is that really the best you can do? Like, at least bed yourself in before you start insulting me. You can't just turn up and how do that's you, the first thing you say, because I've got feel, no context. I've got no context. How do you feel about, like, seeing people's post history and stuff? Because that's obviously a thing you can do on Reddit. You can look up guys to see whether they are just creepers or whatever. Yeah. And their only comments every are time. sleazy If ones. I see a comment on from Twitch, someone. like, yeah, on Twitch, like, could, if, you, if you could see all the channels they've posted in and all their chat logs. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that this is the, this is the world of, um, well on discord, it's similar though, right? Cause discord, you can, um, I've joined like 150 servers on discord. And so I could certainly, I could look up someone in that discord and see if they've made a comment in there or something and see their, right. Their posts. But it's definitely something like that keeps all of your history. And same with Twitch, like the chat, every ch thing you've chatted in Twitch, you can see often, you right. know. I think that was we were going through looking through some post history the other day for some reason. Barry was messing around with it because he has all these weird, crazy tools that he can look up, and it's quite terrifying when you realise that everything you post ever they do this in certain games as well. Like you don't think that in a fucking Dota game or in an Overwatch game, your chat is all safe. Well, that was a know? big thing for the players a couple of years ago. Somebody did a um, a dump of all the shit that players had said because if you look at the public match thing it saves the chat like you said and so somebody went and did like a word cloud for all the top pros of the number one word that they say and like some of them were like super wholesome like gh who's a, a really wholesome guy um his chat was like the worst thing he said was sorry i'm drunk like that was it <laughs> uh, but some people were like you know dropping all kinds of unbelievable swears and, and uh, cusses 
Um, I know. And just being incredibly toxic. And I, like you said, I, I don't think that they ever thought that this was going to come out. Um, but I mean, there are screenshots of uh, of old chats that people have posted. But this was this was from the raw data. Like this is not something that you could doctor or fake. This is from the raw yeah. files, the raw replays. So it's just provable right there. Yes, he said that. And it's interesting because we we people love privacy on the internet, right? That's a big thing. They don't want to be traceable. They don't want anything to be saved. And you've got to think, well, if you're in a public place, which a Twitch chat essentially is a public place, and you're saying stuff and you think, I should be able to say whatever I like, and there should be no record of it and no comeuppance for that, then really what you're advocating is for your own private space where you can say whatever you like. But the moment you're around other people, the stuff you say has to have consequences. If Otherwise, well, what's the fucking point? It's like you selective know, you memory, though. It's like. like I can act like a cunt whenever I want, and um, and I'm relying on all these places and and people to to keep it quiet so that I can cultivate this new image for myself. Right. It's like I mean, well, internet trolling if, is if, fucking a big problem. If you if you're if you're a toxic asshole, like, and people find out about it and then get some sort of measure of what you're really like, well, that's your fault. You shouldn't have been like that in the first place. Don't be place. a cunt. Yeah, You exactly. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's... Like, I think the Reddit post thing you were saying is It's your is fault exactly that right. we found out that you're actually a cunt. <laughs> right, right. It's not our <laughs> it's fault not, It's not anyone cunt. else's It's your fault. fault. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think we've all said things online that we thought were private. You know, like, I think sometimes, you know, I don't know how... You know, I'm sure back in the day I said some racy stuff in World of Warcraft in <laughs> Guild Chat or whatever, to the point where we were kind of, we, even then we were joking about reporting. So a few people did get banned from Guild Chat reports, do you remember? Um, and like that was a thing that we used to used to do before we gave a shit, you know, when we were being edgy and and that kind of stuff. We thought, you know, just stupid. Really. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I don't look back on it with a sense of pride. I think I was an idiot and I deserved to get called out. So everyone's done stuff that they were stupid about and it's okay. And I, I, I don't live my life afeared of one day that being posted. You know, I, I regret it, you know, but I don't like, I, I, but I've changed. I think, I, think, I think we have like, that's the other thing that's interesting. I think nowadays, like, like the first time we'd ever did the Jingle Jam, right? was very much something where we thought it would be fun and funny to kind of troll Oxfam almost if you like by buying all of their goats right and sent and the it's still a funny idea that we would send goats to Simon I think that's still a fun idea right <laughs> that Simon wants goats for Christmas you know and I I still like the idea that one day we get Simon a goat and it just turns up at his house you know and starts <laughs> eating the grass do you know what I mean I like the idea of that still and and so that was something which we felt like was in tune with who we are back then, which was kind of slightly slightly reckless, but in a good way, right? Slightly edgy, but in a good way. Like like Mr. Beast does nowadays, where he's very much kind of um, willing to sort of do stuff that isn't necessarily kosher. Like, I don't know, drive through a McDonald's drive through a thousand times or whatever the kind of things he's done. I feel like they're kind of slightly trolls, right? But also fun and good and, and, and make a good video. Um and so in a sense, like that was the first thing we did. And then the bees thing. And what actually happened was we actually went to Oxfam. They actually invited us to their distribution center after we'd raised a couple of hundred grand for, you know, goats and bees and stuff. And they were like, look, it's all very funny, um, but, uh, and, but we really don't need you to spend any more money on goats. Every penny that we've had, ha we've had to spend on goats. And there were a lot of more important things that we could be spending charity money on. And so I was like, oh, crikey. All right. So we kind of had to grow up pretty fast in a sense. And that's, 
why we ended up sort of changing the way the bundle was done and stuff at, at, in, in in the sort of in those first years, you know, because it was. And I, I think we did grow up and change and like and be become more responsible. And it mm. was it was something which we we grew out of being kind of that edgy, I guess. But I, I hope that we didn't lose our sense of humor in, in a sense. Like I, I feel like I feel like it became more. It, I, I guess like this is the thing that games have as well, right? Or, or communities or other things. They feel like it becomes it's not theirs anymore. Like you know, I think we Notch lost ownership of Minecraft. We've sort of lost ownership of the Yorks in a sense. Like it's it's kind of become something which our audience are invested in and care about and. Like like a lot of controversy this week around Blizzard and how they've put out this sort of uh, sort of um, uh, battle pass for Hearthstone and a lot of people are complaining about Blizzard because it feels like the classic World of Warcraft triple payment model is you know you buy the game you subscribe to the game and it's got microtransactions in it plus right. Hearthstone yeah. is traditionally been a game where you have to spend you know if you want to spend if you want to buy all the cards for the new Hearthstone expansion that's either two hundred quid probably Jesus. or like six months of doing daily quests. Yeah. And the daily quests shouldn't be called daily quests. They should be called daily chores. Anyone or chores. Like no one should use the word daily. That is awful. Yeah. Like as a, as a psychology thing, like it's not a positive thing to like, and World of Warcraft is full of these things to keep people subscribing their it? triple payment package. No, well, I, I checked it out because the new expansion comes out in a week's time. Um, and so by the time this podcast is out, I'll probably be tweeting about the new expansion because I always check them out because it's such a big part of my history. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. I've got a lot of hours invested. I'm I trying like to grow game, as an individual, but... so I am boycotting it this time around. Well, this is it. Maybe that's it, Sits. Maybe you should do. But but I, I feel like certainly... I just know what it's going to be, though. I've, themselves I've just... to their community with their greedy sort of practices and they've almost left their community in the dust and not really respected the community that have helped them get to this point and, and I, I, what I'm saying is that I feel like Blizzard should maybe grow up as well and stop you know being so exploitative and so cruel yeah they won't um, but the, every anyway. studio goes this way after a certain amount of money is made and uh, it's weird isn't it the more money they stuff. make the more they determine to make money yeah like that becomes the central focus for them all. Yeah, and I well, think, nobody but, wants to but, go backwards. But that's at, that's... The, at their cost, though. I think that's at their co- at their detriment. They damage themselves by being so money hungry. You know what I mean? If they if they were generous, they wouldn't have this problem. I think. You know, I don't think. I know there's this sunk costs idea that sometimes that people actually even the fallacy that you know if you spent money on something and you can't get it back, you can't change. It's the thing that keeps people hooked into League of Legends or Dota as well. It's like people don't switch between the two games because they feel like they've invested a lot of money into that library Dota's free. Right? and they don't want to get started again. Dota's free. It's not. It's the most expensive free game I ever played. I spent two or three grand you on Dota. You don't have to. It. You don't have to. You have to spend no, but, money on but League. Do you, do you see what I mean? That as soon as you spend money in one of these games, you're hooked in, right? Because it's like you can't. You, you're like, well, I can't. I'm not going to start paying for a brand new one. I don't know. You I know, definitely the, put money, quite a bit of money into Hearthstone, buying packs and shit. You do. I well, you have to years. because you. I haven't played it in years. The psychology is you play. Uh, you play your first couple of matches against, um, you know, paid actors basically who just are terrible um and you win <laughs> and you feel like holy crap maybe i'm actually kind of good at this game i made this deck on a shoestring and uh now my now my plan is to wow i'm, I'm just gonna take take over the world with my smarts my brilliance <laughs> i'm gonna beat everybody with this budget deck and then they put you against the guy who spent like 300 bucks on packs um and then immediately you change your mind right you're like 
oh fuck i can't compete what if everybody's yeah. like this guy they've all spent 300 bucks guess i'm gonna have to spend 300 bucks and be just as good as this guy and then so i on always and so went forth. on those websites i can't remember what one of them is called the one that gives loads of decks for hearthstone i'm sure there's a bunch yeah of them. there's, there's, there's hs yeah, there's replay is the yeah. one which i used there, to there use. was yeah any, anyway whichever one and i was like i'm looking for a deck that doesn't require me to burn a bunch of cards and buy a load of shit and it was like oh this is a great deck this got me to so and so rank and I think it's a bit like uh, a top footballer recommending a pair of football boots in that you get those boots and you think, now I'm going to score free kicks like Lionel Messi, but you don't no. because you still suck. <laughs> yeah, and because really, Lionel Messi has played so much football and is so good at it that he could he could wear like clown shoes and still he wear clown play shoes the shit out of screw. you. Yeah. Exactly. So I think a lot of the time those decks lull you into thinking it's just, oh, it's just mathematics. But a lot of the time, these guys are like disgustingly good. Yeah, um, but there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in these games. Like there's a lot of fun stuff in Hearthstone and the tavern brawls and like mucking around and playing the game. I got a lot of joy out of it. And the same thing in WoW, like a lot of the story stuff's good and a lot of the stuff's good. But as soon as it starts being like, oh, I have, I have to log in in order to get this thing or I have to turn up at this time to, to grind my head against this. Like, I don't know, like you, you have to know when to stop. Right. With all that, Blizzard games, um, though, I didn't know that back in the day when i was young i really didn't know when to stop i didn't have anything else in my life i was very depressed i was investing money in world of warcraft and i felt like it was it was an escape but also uh, uh, it was an addiction right um uh, that's how i, I feel I, about I almost every is that why game. you loaded it back up again the other day um i but i think i have a different i, I at least i hope that i have a, a different outlook on things now right. and and I've got a different perspective. What's, what what um, has brought you back to it, though, out of interest? Like what? Well, I wanted to play through this, the latest storyline, oh, which I've done right. now. And I feel like as soon as it started giving me daily chores, I was like, I'm yeah, done. Yeah. So <laughs> See, I feel game, like... I don't want a game doing that. I, I fucking hate that. I feel like every Blizzard game has been daily like quest. that for me. That's, that's my rule. I refuse to do a daily but quest. But they, they, like like Sip said, this, this is every Blizzard game. Yeah. Because the whole point is... That they they obviously think, how can we keep people playing the game and spending money on it? We'll just give them tasks that they have to come back and do every day. Because I'm sure if you have an in-game store, the number one hurdle to people spending money is not the game, but making them come to the page. Like, people will buy... If, if my homepage was Amazon, I'm sure I'd buy a bunch more shit on Amazon. Well, Because you'd go on the page and you'd think, oh... That's there, and it's cheaper than it was yesterday. I, I actually would kind of like one of those, and I'm sure that these games design around, we just need to get people onto the main screen, into the game, yeah. then they'll spend money. Like That's the biggest hurdle, getting them on the phone, if you like. If I look back on all the Blizzard games that I've played, um, including War World of Warcraft to an extent, I, I don't look back and think I had fun playing those games because actually I don't think <laughs> really? I, 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 I don't think I did. World of Warcraft, I had fun playing the game, but it wasn't the game itself. It was the community within the game, right? Because that's what it was. Because yeah. the game allowed for a big community of people all. I, I actually did enjoy doing stuff together or whatever. And I, I enjoyed I, that about World of Warcraft. Uh, Overwatch some good things, and, yeah, and I've enjoyed though, playing the last. I don't look I've back on those it, as like, fun experiences. I, mm, I look back sad. on both of those games as feeling compelled to be competitive in them, just to climb a ladder or get some points or something like that. I, I, I never had the like. Maybe I'm just like doing it wrong or whatever. You're but right. It is this. It's this odd compulsion. Yeah, you feel compelled to to, 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 to be to, very hyper competitive in those games where. 
you know, they're, they're, they are fun enough games where it would just be fun to dick around in them and stuff, but I never felt like it was ever worth dicking think, around in honestly, them. Honestly, like, everyone feels as well when they play it. Like, everyone I speak to with Overwatch, you know, you ask them, you ask them, like, the question, like, do you ever think you could have, like, you know, gone pro? Or do you ever think you could have entered a tournament? You know, and they were like, yeah, well, if I played a bit more, I was pretty good. You know, people say that to me. Um, you know, and, and I'm like... no no you you couldn't have that's not it that's not how it works you know you can't i think that that but that's what they make you think right that's how they there's all the gold and platinum and double platinum and masters and grandmasters and master grandmaster and titanium and diamond and diamond two you know they've got this odd odd structure that you, tricks you. you know what it's like it's like the the classes of boarding on a plane we now invite our ultra diamond titanium yeah. platinum passengers yeah. to board it's like that so do you feel like you're better than everybody else because you get to go on third no but it almost works the- in the same way as well because it's like with a lot of those airline things it, the longer you've been part of that club the more solidified you are in it right like it yeah. auto renews it does and and most competitive games are the same if you've been masters in a game before um you you could have even like the unluckiest streak and you'll still wind up back in masters because somehow like the algorithm just favors you for your your, your past sort of play so time achievements here's an and interesting stuff. thing yeah like ben um plays this card game called horus heresy which is basically hearthstone but warhammer and it's terrible but he played it on the bus for like six months into the office and back right, right. And, is it a mobile game, is it? Yeah, it's a mobile wow. game. But um, he has, obviously, he was really good at it, right? Because he was the only fucking person who played it when it came out. <laughs> and um, and now he's ranked like 10th globally Jesus. in it. And so he can't stop playing it. It's the only game he plays. And it's because he's he's he feels like he's at that pro level, right? And that's that's alluring. And I think it's a little bit of that that people try and tap into with these competitive games like Overwatch and Hearthstone. You know, if you feel like you've reached you're reaching legend or you're getting to a high thing, you you think, "Damn, I'm good at this game. I'm going to keep playing it because, you know, I'm I could I'm good get at even it. better. I could become maybe even the best in the universe yeah. at this game if I just put more time." But also time. It just feels you don't have to be the best. You just have to be like among the best. Yeah. You know, you have to be. Com- yeah. You have to feel like you're competitive. I don't know. It's a trick, and there's there's all these tricks. You have to try and see them for what they are, right? Yeah. Because you know, it doesn't mean anything. It well, maybe it does to you, and maybe that's enough. And if you feel good about it, go for it. Like, do mm. do your own thing. Just be aware of yourselves. Look after yourselves, everyone. I love you. Uh, all I care about you. I he's ending the you. podcast. He's ending it and right ending now. The podcast. He's had enough. <laughs> I'm, I've said my piece. I've said everything I wanted to say. Yeah, and I'm happy. Uh, thank you for joining me, Sips P Flex. It's good to chat. Hey, thanks for having. Well, me. Thanks for having us on your podcast. Yeah, we really next, enjoy next podcast that comes out. Jingle Jam will be in full swing. Will it? Yeah, yeah, it will. We're, we're having a CS:GO tournament. I can't wait. That's going to be, be exciting. That'll be really interesting. That's yeah. going to be terrible and wonderful at the same time. I was actually dreaming about it last night. I can't yeah, wait. Scrub CSGO. It's going to be great. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.